Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Now, this episode is for all you overachievers. Those of you that have huge long to-do lists and have lots and lots of ideas or things that you want to accomplish, I want to save you time in your dating life and in your love life. You don't have to be an overachiever when it comes to love. So here are 10 things you don't have to do this year to save your time and your heart and still get into a great relationship. I wanted to share some things that you can not worry about that you don't have to do this year and still have great love in your life. So these are things that you don't have to do in order to have a great relationship. These are the things not to do. And I'm going to share my favorite top 10. And this is not to box you in or make you feel like you have to do things according to a certain rule, but just to give you a heads up about places where you might be putting in a lot of energy that you actually don't need to in order to have lasting love and a passionate romantic partnership. So the first thing not to do in 2019 for your love life is close off your heart. Believe it or not, it takes way more energy to keep your heart closed off than to have your heart open. You have to literally censor your words, censor your feelings or shove down your feelings. Like if you're spending a bunch of energy closing off your heart and staying guarded, then that is going to keep you from having a great love, but it's also just gonna take a ton of resources. Physiologically, to just guard your heart takes a lot of energy in the shoulders and you know in the whole body to protect yourself. And while that might feel somewhat normal if that's how you're used to being, it's not helping you get to what you want in love. And it's also taking a lot of energy, like I said, censoring yourself or feeling like you can't be who you are. So. Don't hide your heart. Let people see your heart. That's going to save you so much time when it comes to dating. Because if someone sees your heart and they don't like that or they don't want that, good riddance, you know. Move on to someone who can see your heart and does see your heart and loves your heart. And then the second thing not to do is don't betray yourself. And I know this sounds really weird. Like, what do you mean don't betray yourself? Well, so much, so often we talk about infidelity in dating and in love and in relationships, and it's a huge problem. And a lot of times we're also being unfaithful to ourselves. You know, we're walking on eggshells for our partner. We're trying to be someone we're not in order to get love. We're trying to, you know, pretend that we've got everything together and maybe we don't have everything together. And vulnerability is sexy. So the second thing not to do is don't betray yourself. Be 100% committed to yourself. Be 100% committed to showing up as a woman of love and being true to your desires, your needs, your wants. Um, Never betray your desires and needs and wants just because of someone else for this promise of love in the future. So... The third thing, and I have to look at my notes, is um, getting advice from single people. I have to say, you know, a lot of people who are single love to give advice. A lot of people who are married love to give advice. A lot of people who are in relationship love to give advice. And sometimes we have amnesia about what it's like to date if we've been in a partnership for a long time. And sometimes if we're single, we, we think we might know, but we don't often know what the best step is for that person. Now, it's one thing to hold space and be supportive and reflect back to someone. That is awesome. I want everyone to have friends like that. But it's another thing to have someone tell you, like, you know, what what you should do with a certain man or, or reread your text. You know, we, we probably all have a friend who screenshots texts and send it to us and says like, what should I say? And, you know, unless it's someone who's 
who's professional about dating or helping people with that, like just be careful that you don't start living by other people's agenda. So it kind of goes hand in hand with the second thing, like don't betray yourself and don't feel like you need to ask for advice from people who aren't necessarily further ahead than you are in getting what they want when it comes to relationship. And then the fourth thing is, this is gonna save you a ton of time, is don't hide behind the apps. You don't have to go on a bajillion dates. You don't have to talk to a bunch of people. When you're feeling aligned and when you've got the skill set, the heart set, and the mindset that you need to create a great partnership, you don't have to be on 25 apps and you don't have to be going on a bajillion dates every week. This is going to save you so much heartbreak and so much time. It's really about being grounded in who you are, attracting the right sort of person, and being clear as you're messaging with someone like what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and then being able to speak your truth. And if they can't honor that, and that's probably a, a bad sign about their ability to meet you in relationship with where you wanna be in terms of conscious communication. And then the fifth thing not to do is make it a numbers game. I kind of alluded to this. So don't just hide behind the apps, like go out, have fun, go to places that you'd like to meet someone, go to museums, go to cafes, go to, you know, dance events, go to yoga classes. Like as you're out in life doing the things that you love, you're going to attract and be attracted to people that have similar interests and values and passions. And so don't just hide behind the apps. That's the fourth thing. And then the fifth thing is don't feel like you've got to make it a numbers game. Like so many people will say, well, dating is like a job and it feels like I have to interview and all of this and Nah, I don't like those analogies because it just feels really dry and boring instead of feeling full of passion and vitality and love. And if you feel like you're kind of in an interview, then maybe it's time to get more curious, more curious about this person across from you because everyone that you meet has gone through struggle and heartbreak, has gone through suffering in their life, has had someone around them or themselves be ill or have something happen that's unforeseen. So there's so much under the surface that we don't often get to in dating because we're dating according to a checklist instead of according to curiosity about who this person is, where their journey has led them and what they want in their life. So don't be afraid to ask questions, but don't feel like you've got to make it a numbers game or an interview. And then the next one, we're going to number seven, is don't make your persons, your partners, your dates love more important than your respect for yourself. So, so often we get caught up in the externals, you know, what it's gonna look like when we, you know, get married or what our house looks like or how we wanna look on a date or what we're gonna wear. And those things are all fine, but sometimes we get so caught up in focusing on the externals that we make the other person's love greater than our own self-respect. So we have a deep need as humans for approval for affection, for safety, for feeling like we belong to the tribe. But someone that you barely know does not have the power to tell you if you're lovable or if you're worthy of love or if you're capable of being included in, in the tribe, so to speak. You know, these primal things that get activated, especially because so much of our relationships are based on our early attachment patterns and how we interacted with our parents and with the people around us. And so never put someone else's love or approval for you greater than your own self-respect. It's really important that you have a self-love practice and you have a self-respect practice practice so you have opportunities to set healthy boundaries and have tools for staying in your power. And then the eighth thing, if you're just tuning in, welcome, welcome. We've been going through these 10 things that are going to save you a boatload of time in 2019 because you're not going to have to do these in your love life. And the eighth thing is don't go it alone. It takes so much more energy and so much more time to go through dating and love and life 
alone because then you've got to figure out everything on your own. And that's a drag. Like, yes, we have Google and we have GPS and we have shortcuts that can help us get things done more efficiently, but are they really fulfilling? Like, are they meeting these deeper needs that we have? And I think that really happens mainly through connection, connection to our higher self, connection to God, source, universal energy, whatever you want to call it, and connection to others, connection to other human beings through this experience and making art through your relationship, making art through your interactions. And so don't go it alone, whether it's your friendships, your love life, your work, your passions, your spiritual practice. Like I believe we need community now more than ever. So join a Facebook group or reach out to me and hear more about the work that I do with women, which is community based and, you know, within a group or, you know, again, go to meetups, go to places where you're likely to meet people, but don't feel like you have to suffer in silence. I know I said earlier, you know, be careful about asking your single friends for advice, but also be careful about thinking that you have to go through this alone because that's not how relationships are built. And that's not how I want you to have to go through this year. It's going to be so much faster and so much easier and so much more pleasurable if you connect with others throughout this process. And that's how you're going to meet way more people as well. So then the ninth thing not to do is don't get stuck in fantasy land. How many of us have spent like so much of our life just pining over an ex or pining over a crush, you know, at work or someone that we don't think is necessarily going to be the right fit for us, but we keep this little window in our mind open where we can look out that window and think about what, what might've been, or think about what could be with this person who's not available. And I know so many women that have just wasted years thinking about an ex or thinking about a crush who's not available or the one that they think got away. And it hurts my heart because I feel them fantasizing and yeah, fantasy can be fun and good in some ways, but this type of fantasy about unrequited love or about, you know, a crush that's never really available, like that's just hurting you. That's taking you away from love that's here and available. And a lot of times we think that we really want commitment. And then when we have commitment, when we have someone in our life who's like, I choose you, I want you, we kind of want to run away because we're so attached to having something that we think we can't have that when it's right here, our nervous system doesn't know how to react to it. Our nervous system is like, whoa, I'm just used to the unrequited love. So be careful about getting stuck in that loop of fantasy or unrequited love and make sure you have something that helps you stay grounded, a meditation practice, a yoga practice, tools and skills to stay connected to your body and connected to your pleasure and connected to your sensuality so that you feel this sense of wholeness, you're inherently whole, and the sense of groundedness and worthiness and you're inherently worthy. And that helps you make really solid choices about the people that you have in your life and people that are really here holding your hand, bringing you over soup if you're sick, helping take care of you, not just someone who's who's lost in a fantasy. Now, fantasy can be great for visualization and fantasy can be great in the bedroom sometimes. There's a lot of places for fantasy, but unrequited love is, is to me, a very big energy drain. So just don't go there in, in 2019. Stay focused on the people in your life that you love and what's coming uh, ahead versus people in your life who are unavailable. And then the last thing, number 10, is don't lose touch with your passions. So, so often we think, okay, well, if I want love, I need to be going on all these dates. I need to be going to all these events. I need to be, um, you know, really putting my head down and focused. And that's true, but that can also be a very masculine approach. And we also need to have passion. We need to have creativity. We need to have joy. Like if we can't have fun in the process of dating, getting to know someone or many people, then it's gonna be hard to have that same level of fun in the relationship. 
believe me, it's not like you date and it's a chore and then all of a sudden, you know, you get settled down or you move in together or you get married and all of a sudden it becomes fun. Although there's lots of things about being married that are super fun. Like I want you to have fun throughout the process. I really believe that play is one of the highest values for partners to share together is to do things where they can feel playful and full of joy and full of that enthusiasm and creativity. And if you're single, that means starting with that now, like not just looking for your partner to provide that, but you know, take up painting or a salsa class or um, do something that really feels creative and stimulating. And maybe if you're not into arts and crafts or physical activities, you can do something else that feels creative or playful related to, uh, I don't know what, conversations, intellectual meetups. There's so much out there. And if you don't see something out there that you like, then create one, create something. So, you know, these 10 things are just kind of a fun thing to think about of things that you don't have to do in 2019. And I'm going to recap them really quickly. Number one, don't disconnect your heart. It takes so much energy to stay closed off. Let people see your heart so they can see the real you. And then you know that their love for you is authentic. Number two, don't betray yourself. Stay totally committed to yourself. Never try to put yourself into a pretzel to fit into someone else's world because then you're losing touch with what's really important to you, your own wants and needs and desires. The third thing is don't get advice from single people whose love life you don't want to emulate. I think that goes without saying, but sometimes we're just feeling grumpy or sad and we want advice, but just, you know, be careful about who you're opening up to and making sure that they've got, you know, your best interests at heart and also a level of expertise that they know how to guide you through this. The fourth thing not to do is hide behind the apps. And again, that's going to save you lots of time because 30% of people online have never even met up with someone from online. So there's a lot of people that are just scrolling and swiping. Now there is a good way how to use the apps in a way that really helps you and that will support you, but you have to know kind of the ins and outs and have a profile that really attracts the right sort of people. The fifth thing to not have to do in 2019 is don't make it a numbers game. It's not a numbers game. It's quality, not quantity. This is true everywhere in society right now. We have so many things that are artisanal or crafted or, you know, a maker economy. We're heading in that direction where there's so much uniqueness and people really value that uniqueness. So it's not a quantity game and it's not an interview. It's about quality and it's about authenticity. That's the new kind of currency of relationship. And then number six is, I think I might've skipped. I think I might've skipped number six when I was doing this. Number six is don't forget about love. Don't forget about why you're doing all of this. Don't make it an interview. Remember to have, you know, a lot of connection to your heart and connection to the other person. So you're building something based on love, not based on fear or a timeline or an agenda. Number seven is don't make their love for you more important than your respect for yourself. Your approval, your self-worth comes from within, comes from source, God, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't come from someone that you just barely met. You don't need their love and you don't need their approval to feel good about yourself. And the more confident you are, the more that you'll attract people who really see your value, trust that, and love that. Number eight, don't do this alone. Don't go through dating alone. Don't go through friendship alone. Don't go through any of those juicier parts of life alone. It takes a village, I really believe, to create a great relationship. Jason and I have an awesome relationship and we have lots of strong friends who support us and hold us accountable. We have women's groups that we participate in, men's groups, obviously for him that he participates in. We have our own therapist that's a couples therapist. Plus we have like an energy healer that we see. I mean, we get a lot of support because relationship is one of the most complicated things. I believe of modern life because there's so much individuation, which is great, 
but I want to create, we want to create interdependent relationships, not just independent and, and not codependent either. That next level of being interdependent. Okay. So then number nine is don't tell yourself that it'll happen someday, but then stay stuck in fantasy land. No unrequited love. I hate to burst your bubble. I know it's really romantic sometimes that ache for an unrequited love, but it's going to keep you stuck instead of looking at what's, what's ahead of you and what's in front of you. And then number 10 is don't lose touch with your passions. Stay in touch with your sensuality and your creativity, and that will help you feel more embodied and help you find the fun and the play in dating and relating. So that was really fun for me. I hope it was fun for you. I love connecting on these topics. If you feel like you need help with one or all of those 10 things and really just having a guide map, the rules of the road for how to date effectively and where to put your energy to create a partnership that works for you, then I'd love to talk. You can go to violetlang.com forward slash talk and get free 45 minute breakthrough to love sessions where we go deep into what might be holding you back from attracting a great partner and what you want like what is this vision you know don't get stuck in unrequited love but also don't prevent yourself from dreaming you know dream big like this is a great year to manifest an amazing partnership thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power more creativity and a better planet i'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness and it starts with you please subscribe to my show and leave a review if you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free Breakthrough to Love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.